Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to episode 68 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where the single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode is dropping on June 12th, 2013, and my name is Dan Gorman. Don't call me at work again. The boss still hates me. I'm just tired and I don't love you anymore. And there's a restaurant we should check out where the other nightmare people like to go. I mean, nice people. Baby, wait. I didn't mean to say nightmare. <laughs> Excellent. My name is Casey Lyons. And now what you may not know about Valerie, if you don't know her very well, is that she has a dick. <laughs> I'm Greg Legro, and here's the sketch. At 10, you'll be buried neck deep in scorpions. 11.15, lava animus, followed by Pilates. <laughs> Pilates is a demon that eats your genitals. <laughs> yeah. Fun. Mm. Uh, that was a good one. <laughs> Awesome. This week, we're going to talk about some things off the top, as usual. Then we're going to play some film roulette, where he saw Before Midnight in the internship. And then later, we're going to play some Hero Swap. I forgot that's what you saw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Um, <laughs> I, I don't... <laughs> Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson in Computers. <laughs> that uh, that uh, clip on The Onion was... Uh, it was amazing. I think it said it all. Oh, my oh, God. I didn't see, see it. it? Oh, that, uh, the Internship is the best comedy of 2005. Oh, I yeah, did hear yeah. somebody <laughs> tell me that. That's <laughs> pretty amazing. Very funny. It was, that was yeah. absolutely perfect. Spoiler yep. alert. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we will get to The Internship later. Yes. And how much... Much better than that. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, um, I brought two things to the table that I want to talk about uh, super quick off the top. Today I listened to the new Black Sabbath album. Wow, um, I heard the single. Yeah, um, yeah. God is, is God Dead, what is it called? Yeah, yeah something along those lines. Let me yeah. see here. Yeah, God is Dead, question mark? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> this is produced by Rick Rubin, mm -hmm. featuring all of the original members except Bill Ward, the drummer. Mm -hmm. um, I remember when they announced that Rick Rubin was doing a Black Sabbath album like It was like two years ago or something. Yeah, yeah. It was a while ago. And they were saying everyone's coming back. And then I think at something happened, band turmoil, and he drummer decided not to. I thought they fired him. Something along that those they lines. Were like, that's Dude, that's, that's like fuck yeah. Ozzy's bag, though, is firing yeah. drummers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I haven't done this in a while, else, so get out of here. Who yeah. is the drummer on this one? It's not. It's hey, not Bill, like, I haven't fired you in a while. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, Let's get it's back like, together. <laughs> it's not uh, Mike Borden. No. Okay. The drummer on this, uh, it was a, they they call they credit him as a session drummer. It's just uh -huh. like joined in the sessions is 
gotcha. Brad Wilk of Rage Against the Machine. Oh, oh, and uh, he's done a bit of that lately. I think. Yeah, he's been a. And I like so I, I I was excited for this like two years ago when I first heard about it, and then I completely forgot about it until recently. I saw some posters around Toronto, and I was like, maybe that'll be a punishment album. And then I was like, I don't know, maybe not. It's Rick Rubin, and they're all back. So yeah. I listened to it today. And it's surprisingly awesome, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that single. I, yeah, and it's like seven minutes long yes. or some shit. There's and a, I was like, "That's crazy for a single." But I, I listened know. to it, and I'm like, "This is really good." Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh that's amazing. It, I've not heard one thing from it. I really like it. Yeah, like, it I sounds was, like Black Sabbath. Oh yeah, and it <laughs> cool and new, well, and new well Sabbath album for summer. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. dude. Seriously, check it out because like it definitely throws back to the earlier stuff, like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the sludgier kind of jammier stuff, like Masters of Reality. Yeah. The, yeah, they're can, not trying to do anything modern here. No, mm. and you can tell that they're just Good. like we need to go back and do the stuff we used to do, kind of thing. And yeah. and um, what's his name? Uh, Brad Wilk, the drummer. He's okay. He holds it down. Like his performances on the album is pretty pretty workmanlike. Sure. I mean, mm. you miss you miss the original drummer because that was such like a like backbone to their to their sound but mm-hmm. but this guy he's he's good obviously rage against the machine good drumming but like yeah you 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 miss the original style but he he holds down the fort and uh gets some moments to let loose there's a couple tracks with some really awesome fills it's just i was yeah i was just really surprised with how how solid it was um it's definitely worth listening to yeah i'm gonna have to check that out yeah and mm-hmm. so that led me on to another album because I ended up inadvertently getting into like a really heavy music uh, like segue today. I just mm-hmm. all of a sudden started listening to all this like crazy heavy stuff, and I heard this album by a band called Deaf Heaven. Um, Deaf, like D E A F. Yeah, Heaven. Uh, they're from San Francisco, and they play like kind of black metal, but also post rock and also shoegaze. Like mm. it, it, it goes from really pummelingly heavy, just like blast beat, insanely heavy stuff to crazy post rock instrumental parts and stuff. And uh, it's fucking awesome. Their album's called Sunbather. It just came out yesterday, Tuesday, and it's fucking awesome. Nice. So you should totally listen to it. Yeah, listen to those two albums back to back and just fucking yeah. Yeah, metal out. There's no, nothing I, better than metal for the summer. Absolutely. And uh, I've been in a little metal thing too, just uh, coincidentally. Yeah. I went down to a record store and for eight dollars I got uh, Iron Maiden's Power Slave nice. on vinyl oh, for eight fucking dollars. I couldn't believe it. That's I awesome. just stopped looking. Like it was like I found that and I was like, well, I'm done here. <laughs> nothing that's going to be better than this. Yeah. <laughs> To so the yeah, cash it's register. been uh, Power Slave all week for me. Yeah. That's what's uh, up. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I ended up stumbling on another band, but I can't remember their name. I think it was ARG, and they were likened to Torch mm. and some of that like uh, kind of metal, and they were really cool, too, but uh, I can't remember the name of the album. But yeah, I just all of a sudden now I'm like, more metal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it starts. I know. Because <laughs> I've been totally on like an electronic and like hip hop kick in the past couple weeks. And then yeah. all of a sudden today I was just like, nope, metal now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, well, turning to uh, uh, to TV, I just wanted to bring up very quickly, uh, a friend of the show, Brennan Galtz, was uh, uh, hassling me to get into uh, the show Hannibal. Yeah. So finally, there's uh, eight episodes available right now. Uh, so I downloaded the first couple, then I downloaded the rest of them and spent and just watched them straight. Wow. This show is 
fucking awesome. No shit. Gory as fuck. Yeah, that's like, what he was saying. Like, I dare crazy say, gory for network TV. I dare say gorier than the movie. Oh, uh, yeah. uh, well, maybe not. Nobody gets fed, fed to pigs yet. <laughs> uh, yeah. But it, across the board, Hugh Dancy. At first, I was kind of like, eh, I don't know about this guy. But then he totally wins you over. Fucking best thing Lawrence Fishburne's done in a long time. He's huh. playing Jack Crawford. Oh, really? He plays Jack Crawford fucking perfectly. Huh. Um, and you just you see characters start to come up, like Dr. Chilton. And you're like, oh, hey, I know what's going on with you. <laughs> what's going to uh, happen to you? <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, it's just it's so fascinating, and of course, Mads Mads Mickelson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that guy's great. He is phenomenal. Yeah, as like he plays like uh, Hannibal Lecter perfectly. Yeah, so I can't does recommend this get highly into enough. Like, is uh, is that Will uh, Will Graham? Is he in it as well? So he's like the uh, he's the main character. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah, yeah. He and and like they get into his borderline, uh, like mm-hmm. uh, autistic personality, yeah. and it's oh man, I can't say enough good stuff about it. It's very, it, it is very network TV though. Like, I mean, it, it's yeah. yet at the same time subtler than that. I don't know. I I don't know how to explain it. You just have to watch it. It's phenomenal. Cool. Yeah, I've heard Super a lot of cool. good things. Scary as fuck. I watched like the first three or four episodes uh, at like from about eleven until you yeah know, two in the morning or three in the morning, and and I had violent nightmares <laughs> afterwards. I totally did. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I've been meaning to check it out. Anyway, so yeah, yeah do that. I'll definitely check that out. Sweet, do that. Wicked. Um, oh, and also uh, before the movie today, I saw a trailer for Nat Faxon and uh, Jim Rash's new movie, The Way Way Back. And yeah. it oh looks, man, does that look great? It looks yes. like the best movie. Yeah, and, um, I saw the trailer for that too. Yeah. Holy crap, does that look good? Frighteningly good. Mm-hmm. Good yeah, cast, yeah. Um, amazing yeah. cast, crazy good cast, yeah. and and. Uh, I think I'm due for another coming of age kind of like it looks almost like Rawr, not, not, I'm coming of age, not, not an angly directed. I'm coming of age Hulk movie. No, I was saying to Dan. I was saying to Dan before the show started. If we ever make T-shirts, we need to make a T-shirt that says "Rar, I'm coming of age." <laughs> like, That's uh, great. Yeah, call back to last episode. Mm, yes. um, but yeah, I, I'm really uh, the trailers for that look really cool. So really good. funny amazing cast yeah like um i'm pretty excited for that yeah for sure for sure you and i talked about this i'm sure you saw the trailer again before uh before midnight um for the uh, francis ha yeah no Uh, greta gerwig man does that look good francis ha looks (sighs) yeah it it looks ridiculously good and she just looks like ah like her performance her like it's one of those things where from the the trailer you can just tell it's going to be an epic performance yeah 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 Yeah, i'm dying she's on quite a run lately yeah. Um, I loved her in House of the Devil. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah, yes, for great. sure. And she's obviously Greenberg. She's fantastic. Uh, yeah. Did anyone see Lola Versus? No. Lola I did. I, What's that? That's her. Uh, it's, it's a movie that she did. It was kind of like a pseudo-indie drama. Uh, I think it's about she goes through a breakup yeah, and then goes on a trip. a single life after being in a relationship for like 10 years. Or Have you seen like it? That. No, no. Okay. Did she write it? I don't know. I don't know. I Lola Versus. Yeah. Francis Ha. Yeah, <laughs> so it's a thing. Uh, Loba yeah, versus she co-wrote Francis Ha. Yeah, she did. Yeah. Yeah. No, she did not direct it or write it. Uh, it was directed by Daryl Ween. Ween. He did Ween. a movie called Breaking Upwards, which was also about a breakup. Huh. Yeah, Fun. or was in that movie. Sorry, I don't know if he directed it. No. 
Well, this is just this is all just <laughs> <me> ass. <laughs> yeah, nice work, Wayne. Yes, he did. Uh, he did direct that as well. Mm-hmm. So, no. but yeah, um, Francis Hall just looks so fucking good. Yeah. amazing. Yeah. I got to see that thing mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Cool, cool indie movies uh, are coming away. Yeah, yeah, I really want to like see in, in Barbarian Sound like Studio. Yeah, that looks great. Looks so good. What's going on? This movie, it's called Barbarian Sound Studio. It played at TIFF. It's like an art art horror film. Oh, is this the one about With the... Uh, uh, is uh, Toby Jones yep. is in yeah. it? Oh, He's shit, like scoring yeah. a, mm-hmm. a, a kind of Italian-style movie, and then everything seems to go trippy. Yeah, yep. yeah. super trippy. That looks really good. Yeah, no, that for sure. does look Very exciting. Good stuff on yeah. that. Yeah. Yay. Totally. Yep. Uh, so I guess speaking of movies, mm-hmm. we could get into some film roulette, if you please. <laughs> film roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see a movie that we have deemed looks the best this week and the loser has to go see a shitty movie that we've deemed looks the worst and he gets to give the winners a punishment album last week we rolled casey and greg one and they went and saw before midnight yes which looks awesome Mm -hmm. i did not get to go see that because i lost yes and i had to go see the internship Mm -hmm. and we're gonna roll again this week and see what we have to see next week so Mm -hmm. let's get into it okay yeah you guys went and saw Before Midnight, yeah. so we'll talk yeah. about that first. Yeah, we did. So in between viewings of Hannibal, I uh, I watched uh, <laughs> I watched the first two movies. Yes. Uh, I'd seen the first one, yeah. um, and I hadn't seen Before Sunset. Sunset. Yeah. Uh, I sunrise. watched okay. the first one is Sun... First one is Sunrise. First one Sunrise, yeah. second, second one is Sunset. I hadn't seen Sunset, so I watched yeah. those um, just to sort of refresh, which is such a good mm-hmm. idea when going to see this And movie. even mm-hmm. though I didn't get to go see the new one, I at least made it through the first one right. before Sunrise, because I'd never seen either of them, yep. and I'm going to go watch Sunset soon. Mm-hmm. Yep. So no spoilers, you guys. <laughs> it's hard to... Yeah, there's not... It's not like a... yeah. It's yeah, like it's it. it's not like there's plot points. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, like you, you can sort of describe the overall tone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm just gonna say right now, um, before midnight is the best movie I've seen this year. Yeah, yeah, it, it is the be. best movie I've it's seen this year. Absolutely astounding. It's so fucking good. So emotional and oh, and builds. So it's my favorite of the three. Um, and 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 I really love the first one. Mm-hmm. And the I don't know if I love is... it more than the first one, but I I, I I definitely as much and more than the second. And I love the second. The second is great. Really the second's good. amazing. Yeah. The first one is phenomenal, and this one to me caps them. Yeah, yeah. I really like the first pretty one. Pretty great. It was crazy how good Ethan Hawke and and Julie oh Demi are. It's, like yeah, yeah. from the first frame of the first movie, it's like how how are you guys not actually a couple? Like, yeah. it's like it's so fucking realistic. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's easily like top five, top ten on screen chemistry yeah. pairings of all time. But conceptually too, like like from the very beginning of that movie where the movie begins on an old hateful dead relationship <laughs> and moves to this amazing like. I, I don't know. I don't want to draw parallels yeah, because yeah. you can't really actually draw parallels. I'm not. No spoilers yeah. or anything. But uh, it's just the evolution of this relationship is so fucking fascinating mm-hmm. and real. Yeah. And what I like is it's a, it's very realistic. It's got, uh, you know, all the, the comfort and uh, fun in things that are with a long-term relationship, but then also the... 
explosive nature of fights that can come out of wherever. And I was really happy to see a movie that had that kind of realism of a relationship that still made it seem great to be in love and in a relationship. You know, I, I, absolutely. All of the anti-romantic romantic comedies that were coming out over the last like ten years, yeah, which are such a bummer to go to if like on a date or something, and then you're just like, like if you at went the and saw the breakup. Like, I probably hate you. Yeah, so. yeah. Or you know, you're, you go see like a romantic comedy. You're supposed to like enjoy yourself at, but it like turns into a fight instead. Yeah. yeah. Thanks right. a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and but this, this movie was, could easily do the same thing. I don't think so. Like I walked out of there. I saw it with Athena, and we walked out just like yeah, happy as could be. Yeah. yeah it was yeah. great. You know, I could. Like, oh, ab- absolutely. I, could I was like, see I'm that. really looking forward to having irrational fights with you for years to come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aw. Um, but yeah. And it's it's because it does have that. It really feels like you're looking at a relationship, and um, also it's but not boring. Not like we're being real, like us just not talking. Yeah, yeah. No, know, no. And, and the, the great thing is too is that uh, it it really portrays the the nature of fights between people who've been together for a long time mm-hmm. it, so accurately when one person just decides to just start being a dick yeah, yeah. <laughs> and 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 it's just like guess what i'm fucking crazy and here's i know you so well that i'm just gonna be crazy I'm all over your buttons, fucking face yeah. and there's nothing you can do about it because i fucking have been with you so long that i just have to vomit all this craziness on you and Oh man, I can't say enough good things about it. It was it fucking was Great emotionally fucking draining. Uh, amazing. I mean, I I, I wonder how much of it was script and how much of it was uh, because like I mean, well that, they, they co-wrote it, right? You know, and I think definitely some big chunks were scripted. And there's some beautiful, beautiful writing. Oh, uh, there's God. a dinner or the, rather a lunch scene, uh, and uh, there's a monologue from a. An older woman. Oh it's my god! Fucking heartbreaking. Unbelievable. Maybe, yeah. maybe my favorite moment of the whole movie, where I was just kind of like, "Wow, that's this, this movie's amazing." I yeah. would be, I would be hard pressed to, to to even pick one favorite. No, like, true. Enough. I, I just watched the whole movie, just glued to the screen, just fucking captivated. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's so good. So good. Like, and, and and honestly, if you're gonna go see it and you got the time. Watch the first two first because when you when you even get, if you've already seen it like you know even refresh. if you've already seen them just refresh because there's mm-hmm. little things here and there that they'll offhandedly mention something as read in their relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, this is something that we always talk about, but it's something that you saw the genesis of in one of the first uh, yeah the first two films. And that's what's so interesting to me about these movies. Obviously, I have only seen the first one, but I like it's just such an awesome idea. And it's no doubt uh, that uh, Linklater is doing that project with Ethan Hawke where they film every, what is it, three years, seven years or something. And and then so the characters in the movie are going to age. This is such a. Oh, like such a good idea. Yeah. I love mm. that in in a series like yeah. of films. Like we're just gonna come back and see these characters again in a few years, and like where are they now? And, yeah, yeah. and this this movie does that better than I've ever seen. Well, I mean, it's not like it's something that that beyond Michael Ad that, that's done all, that's happened all, all an the awful time. lot, yeah. but. Mm-hmm. Um, but this, like, it, it, it's seamless. Like you, you fully see all of the years between these movies. Yeah. You know, like w- without yeah. it being laborious or anything. Mm-hmm. But you, you, you fully sense that this is this has been a relationship going on since 1994. Yeah. yeah. And I really like that all three of these movies. I don't know how they pull it off, but they are 
movies that are like just really long single shot uh yes. bits of, and it's just people talking about like life and philosophizing on it and shit like that and it isn't pretentious and irritating it <laughs> like, should be it should be the you know, worst you know <laughs> I, i'll tell you uh, like uh, pretty much singularly the reason that it's not pretentious is julie delpy yeah because she like you watch her steer the conversation and now this could be good writing or whatever i don't know again how much of it was scripted or whatever but uh but she Ah, there's something about her performance in these movies. Ethan Hawke is amazing too. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, maybe uh, the best work he's ever done is these movies. Yeah, I think. Yeah, so. I mean, uh, like I like Ethan Hawke in general. Uh, yeah, no, he's he, I, when he needs him. to be good, he can be really good. And mm-hmm. I think in these movies, he uh, like well in the first one anyway. I can only speak to that one. Just really awesome. Like the both of them, it's like you couldn't have asked for a more perfect duo of actors you know what yeah. i mean like like you said like julie like there's stuff that she does just physically in scenes of dialogue that you're just fucking you're just like that is perfect yeah and then yeah. there's things that he does verbally i feel like they kind of have that play off of each other where she does a lot of physicality stuff and he does a lot of more just like verbal twisting in the first one yeah and and wiry complaining and stuff and it well, just perfectly like juxtaposes them themselves. That, that, that's an interesting thing about the first one is that is that because he's very much an american and she's very yeah. much european you, you see that divide you know you see that divide and the connection that's made despite that divide mm-hmm. exactly uh, which is i uh, think that's what's so interesting about yeah the two, yeah. The two so, characters it's so powerful for sure. Yeah, I'm dying to watch the second one and subsequently yeah. the third one. Yeah, you won't be disappointed. You know, and I would definitely recommend uh, get to it quickly and try and catch this while it's still yeah. in the theater. Uh, it's beautifully shot. It's uh, really beautiful. The whole yeah. thing's on location in Greece, so it's mm-hmm. just, it's a pretty stunning to look at. It is worthwhile. No, it's, it's it's a you know talking yeah. head movie. It is very much a a well framed, well oh, yeah. piece of work. And that's what about the first one too. Like um, just all, all those single shots, like you were saying. Um, are still just really so like the at the at the end of the first one. No spoiler, obviously, if nobody has seen these movies. But at the end of the first one, there's this interesting kind of recap of the movie uh, via just empty frame shots. Yeah, um, that is just so simply executed, but so fucking perfect. Like you just see it these makes, shots of it things. It makes that, you feel nostalgic for a movie you, you just, just watched. <laughs> Yeah, and it makes you feel nostalgic for those scenes that you just watched and and for those characters in a weird way where you're like, oh, this is what they are thinking. Like, they're thinking back to these places, and I'm feeling what they must be feeling thinking back to these places. And uh, it sneaks up on you so perfectly in the first film. Like, like, uh, at the end of the movie, they're saying goodbye or something, and you're like, that train's going to go. Like, you guys wrap this up. What are you going to do? It's it's so perfect. The urgency of that, see, the last scene in the first one, yeah, is oh, yeah, because they're because they're about to go. Like I'm like waiting for someone to be like blasting a horn and saying this train's gonna pull out, you know. And I'm like, you guys haven't said anything. God, do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah. tend to. I get this thing in movies where I get this anxiety if I know one of the characters has to be somewhere. Yeah, or something. Oh, yeah, or if there's yeah. a train, if there's like a absolutely, uh, and they're standing and talking and having a conversation, and there's somebody. I'm just like, no, the guy's in the car waiting. Yeah, you have to go. You have to get to the airport. This well, is freaking me. Out. That happened. Yeah, that and that happened to me at the beginning of the first one because he's trying to get her to get off the train 
so they can go walk around the city for the rest of the movie. Yeah. And and it's like they're stopped between stops. And I'm like, you haven't asked her yet. And it's been like a three minute scene, man. This train's going ask her. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, that was a lot of time we just spent on that, but it was. Yeah. 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 So worth it. Yeah. Yeah. See it in theaters. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. I, I definitely got to see it. Mm-hmm. Every performance in this movie, which in the other two, you know, there's minimal performances. There's more and, in this and you one. Know, if somebody's getting pulled into seeing this, maybe not expecting to, um, I think you can see this without seeing the first two. I think it holds up it, it, it entirely as its own like, movie, and then you can go back and see how they met. You know, and, yeah, uh, yeah, I suppose uh, this isn't. You know, oh, that's kind of interesting. You can really watch it. Can, they, I think they all stand alone pretty well. Yeah. Uh, again, great filmmaking uh, from Linklater. Oh man, he's incredible. Yeah, he's good. made like all. He's made like a few little missteps, but on the, overall, his filmography is just fucking incredible. Like yeah. Waking Life is awesome. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I even don't. I'm, I don't mind Suburbia. That's a pretty fun movie. I pretty, Suburbia was great. Yeah, I, I really that. It's almost there. It's got yeah. some. And Steve yeah. Zahn is Steve Zahn is awesome. Zahn's great I think that it was movie. like the first time I saw, saw Steve yeah. Zahn. And yeah. Was like yeah, this guy is great. He yeah. needs to be in more stuff. I yeah. really like Steve Zahn. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. totally. Uh, okay, so because I lost last week and I failed you to saw roll, a touching story between two people who haven't been together since 2005. Yes, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I went and saw the internship. Uh, this is the new movie starring Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson. It's the um, sequel to Wedding Crashers. They're playing the same characters, uh, different names, same characters. Similar. Uh, I would argue that because this movie, and I'll get to this in a second, is PG-13. It it it. Is and isn't a sequel to Wedding Crashers in a weird way. Right. Wedding Crashers was the return of the rated R comedy. Yes, absolutely. Wedding Crashers was very crude, and I'll yeah, speak, yeah, yeah. speak that to that. That was like the big thing. Like, rated R comedies are back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now they're getting really long, and nobody likes them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We hope you find someone getting a hand job under the table the funniest thing ever. Because we got that. <laughs> if you want to hear a two-hour fart, <laughs> check out our movie. <laughs> Uh, that probably would be funnier. Uh, I was not a Wedding Crashers fan. Well, I, I think I, liked I was it not a fan of it either. Yeah. There was all this hype. I finally it saw right. it, and I was like, I think it was one of those what? movies where I laughed at it at the time, and then like like a month later, I was like, Ah, oh, you idiot! No, that was <laughs> yeah, yeah. terrible. I didn't. I didn't care for it. Yeah, I don't know. So this I movie, that I liked both of them. Yeah, several, you know, in oh. different things. I, so I was kind of like, I don't, I don't know why I don't like this mm-hmm. because the jokes aren't jokes. <laughs> yeah, the jokes aren't jokes. They're just Vince Vaughn saying things in a really funny way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this movie is directed by Sean Levy. He's done like uh, some cheaper by the dozen. Yeah, he's one of the those Pink Panther <laughs> movies. Horse comedy. Cheaper yeah, by the dozen. Like you said. Rogue, he sure. did. Uh, he did Real Steel, I think. And oh, t- oh you know enough. what? That movie's great. Uh, yeah, I still haven't seen. I need that. to. I, need I to can't see that. believe it's great. I heard it was but it's good. Fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> I like robots punching each other. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah, yeah. Sure, no, sure. I'm like, it's yeah. Like, uh. I just don't like it when those robots punching each other bring Hugh Jackman and his son closer together. Yeah, yeah. but it's so like it's it's like. Uh, it's it's like uh, um, over the top coming together. Like it's mm-hmm. totally ridiculous. It's like an eighties movie with All a right. with a current budget and effects model. You know. Yeah, that's why I, I kind of <laughs> want to see I, it. That description I can get behind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And back to the point about um, these. We're talking about wedding crashers and saying like, well, I like these guys, but I didn't like that movie. Uh-huh. Um, and that's something obviously that carries over into this one because. Right. 
I did not like this movie. Uh, if you haven't seen the trailers, this is a film about these two old guys. They're in sales. They're not old. I know. This They're is my in their, point. What early forties? I know. <laughs> I was going to get to that, but it, the movie plays it off like here's these guys. They're in their forties. They're a little bit older and out of touch with today's generation, and they uh, get fired from their job because it doesn't exist anymore. All of a sudden, selling watches and selling other things. They're basically salesmen that go around and you know you have meetings with people and you try and push your knives or your uh watches or whatever like garbage you're selling <laughs> to like future, distributors basically nobody uses knives no um so they lose their job and they a end lot up, of questions about this dude yeah. i have no idea um so the base basically they lose their job and they and they get an internship at google a tech company they're so excited and and they don't know anything about computers and that's what Greg was saying. My first issue is I don't believe that these two guys, Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn, uh, don't know enough about the internet to say online instead of on the line yeah. like eight times. Like my mom can handle that. Yeah. yeah. Like they're you not know? old. They're not like, you know, like some of the stuff in the movie where they try and make him clueless about it is just so stupid. Like there's a big gag about they need to come up with an idea for a new app. And uh, Vince Vaughn keeps coming up with this idea where he's like, you take a picture and then like you instantaneously put it on the line and anyone can see it. And everyone's like, that's Instagram. And he's like, no, 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 that I don't know what that is. But uh, mine's about pictures and putting them online so you can share them with your friends. That's Instagram. No, no, no. And then it goes on like that oh for like God. five minutes. That's not even a joke. I know. <laughs> um, it's old. It's an old. It's, it's such an old hacky joke that it's not a joke. I know. But I mean the, yeah I do like this movie. It like literally could have been about anything other than Google. Like the the like it, How, it, is this like is this a huge commercial for Google? In a way, absolutely. Yeah, it it, there, it it is at once so much about Google in terms of being like, look at this great place, look at this company, here's what they do, their yeah. internet, they're good, and everyone loves them, and look at their sweet place that you can work at with slides and shit. And yeah. Free okay. Food. So now. They have to do all these crazy things, like they're playing weird games and solving yeah. mysteries. And fucking... there's no solving mysteries. And then they go into Scooby Goo. <laughs> they, they play band. like Quidditch, right? They play the, Quidditch the Harry at one Potter point. Game? Yeah. Like, do you have to do that what? to get a job at Google? I, or, is this what they're insinuating <laughs> that working there? Is I think. Like? I think maybe Google would. I think it's possible. Maybe I'll that get an Google internship. Then. Does have a do Quidditch like area? And then they were just like, well, we have these things like a Quidditch place and the and like a slide that you can go on so we have to put those in the movie so that everyone thinks google's the coolest place ever isn't that flying around on brooms I yeah. Don't know. yeah yeah okay yeah so, so how do you play that you run around with a well broom. it's like throwing the ball through the little hoop thing yeah okay That's anyway that much of it and i think do they ride on sticks or something they, they run around with brooms yeah yeah but so all right well at least it's not retarded <laughs> no but basically, yeah, like this could have been a movie about like a soccer team, a ragtag team of soccer like kids, and and Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn don't know anything about soccer. So I they believe have- that more. I guarantee you, there is far more. There are hundreds of thousands of forty-two-year-old yeah. white Americans who that- don't know a fucking thing about soccer. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. But so it's like it could have literally been anything. They could it could have been like Animal House, a ragtag team yeah. of like a fucking frat, you know? It could, yeah. it- hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods 
all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You could literally like, like control find and control replace fucking Google out of this script and just put in any sport or something and just be like, we got to do these things in order to like win this match or whatever. Yeah. Like it literally could have been anything. And that was fucking so stupid. And and it does stumble into its share of of chuckles. Like there's parts that I laughed at, absolutely. Um, and that's what's so kind of depressing about it because Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn were, have been so brilliant brilliant in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you see glimpses of that. And it's so bad and sad when they're like struggling and stumbling in these scenes that go on forever and then just get louder and louder because they yell and they're trying to and you can tell that they're like kind of grasping for improv straws and shit like there's a scene in the trailer where they're on a webcam for their pre-interview and they just start like talking and talking and just keeps going and going and they get louder and louder and you're like none of this is funny but then one thing will be funny and then and you're just like i remember when vince vaughn was fucking brilliant in made and brilliant in swingers and it's just so it's so like shitty to see uh, mm-hmm. Such a autopilot film. I feel like as it's this. his own fucking fault. I mean, what, well, yeah. Well, I mean, what, he came up with the story done? and co-wrote this. Yeah. So did he really? Yeah, oh, Vince yeah. Vaughn. Uh, that guy's the worst. <laughs> yeah. So it's like I don't know. Yeah. It, and and to speak back to the thing I said about the ratings, the one thing I did not hate about this movie was that uh, it does kind of sidestep going for those really major easy gross laughs i mean there's some gross stuff in it but it's it never gets to that like hard-edged grossness that you see in like wedding crashers which i always find in movies when they say like the return of the rated r comedy it's like oh well great it's gonna be really easy for them to get out of something by not having to make a joke because they can just have a somebody Somebody get a boner or somebody will yeah in the nuts exactly and so i didn't mind that this was a little bit lighter but then in the same in the same sense it also ended up just existing in this weird limbo between between like easy crude jokes that aren't um that 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 aren't clever in any way but also but also unearned sentimentality like with the underdog stuff where because there's literally scenes like in that webcam scene where it's going on and and on and they're supposed to be these crazy wacky guys coming up with funny stuff off the top of their head but then like at the turn of a dime they'll be like no we lost our jobs and uh that's why you should hire us at google and we've had such a hard time and it's like you can't just all of a sudden at the like at the end of scenes and at the end of the movie be like but also everyone be yourself yeah hey everybody (laughs) here's a little pathos so you don't entirely hate the fucking the main characters yeah and like there's a there's an 
Asian kid in the film, and it's constantly uh. a punchline that uh, his mother is so strict that whenever he like does something wrong, he's picking his eyebrows. Like, because he has, like, a complex. Right. And it's constantly a joke throughout the movie. And I was like, that's not funny. People really do have crazy <laughs> self-harming complexes from overbearing parents. Right. And you're just making it a joke the whole movie. And I was like, that, it's not funny. And reducing it to a one-note racist Exactly. Joke. Yes. That's, and then at the end that, of the movie, he stands up to his me. mom. And mm. I was like, okay, you tried to wrap it up. But, like, there was definitely characterizations that could have had depth, but they didn't have the sense to flesh them out enough to actually be like emotional in any way and then, that, so it was it by extent was kind of offensive that fully doesn't surprise me like i'm so sure that vince vaughn walked into the fucking writing room and went we can still can't make fun of black people we can still make fun of asians right yeah, yeah we can still make fun of asians oh sweet let's do this yeah it was it was bad he's the worst it was really bad He's um, starting to erase the things I used to like him in. Mm-hmm. I know. I mean, man, go back and watch Swingers Are Made, and, I st- and I'll just be like, that's amazing. But yeah. I, but currently, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's just really bad. It had some chuckles. Will Ferrell shows up, and, and, of and all of a sudden, there was energy on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> do, they, uh, do they get the jobs? Oh, wait, does one of them get the job? Oh, um, I don't want to spoil one for job? you. There are no. There's. It's like the a team is going to win at the end, and that team will get the job. Oh. Yeah. But one of them maybe fucks up along the way, and then maybe at the last second they pull it out and and win the job. Maybe. 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 <laughs> maybe that happens. Mm. Yeah. Well, so I did not like great. it very much at all. No, that sounds like a yeah. It was load. pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't as offensively bad to sit through as something like The Big Wedding or That's My Boy, yeah. uh, but it was very just, this isn't very funny. Mm. Our movie was so good. Fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> so good. Best movie I've seen this year. Yeah. And I went through a list. I was like, I don't want to be hyperbolic about this. I went through a list of all the movies I've seen this year, and, uh, and this is hands down the best. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got to go see that for yeah. sure. Uh, mm. So because... Greg lost last week. Yes. He lost the role last week and had to go see a bad movie. So this week, we had to listen to an album of his choosing, and that album was Crispin Glover's album. And mm. I do not remember the name oh, of it because it's me, so uh, long. It's so it's fucking uh, long. Let me get the, in there. The, the big problem does not equal the solution. The solution equals let it be. Yes. By Crispin Hellion Glover. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. I listened to this yeah. thing in high school. No, this was a, uh, this is like a classic, you know, have you fucking heard this thing? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and when I was in high school, I was like, you know how when you're a kid and you're just trying to figure out what's cool and shit, there's some stuff that you just don't get, but yeah. everybody else thinks is awesome. So yeah. you're like, I must just not get this. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and like it yeah. because other people seem to like it and maybe I'll get it later. Yeah. And then you listen to it again when you're 36 and you go, oh, wait, this thing is a fucking load. <laughs> okay. Well, this was like, you, Greg, Greg framed this as like, um, this album is a this is a crazy album you kind of have to hear it but it's not like i think i think we had spoken that it wasn't so weird it wasn't so terrible um i had heard clowny clown clown yeah mm-hmm. that was yeah. the single yeah yeah <laughs> i'd heard that before and i don't mind like it's I, interesting i, I have time and funny for clowny, and clown, weird clown. no you know what clowny clown clown is clowny clown clown is this i was walking through town i didn't make a sound Here's a bunch of shit that rhymes with clown. Yeah. That's all that piece but, of shit. But, is. Yeah. I can, under, I can understand it having. Just, I just enjoy that someone took the time to yes. make that. Yeah. <laughs> I find that song amusing. Yeah. 
and I found a lot of other stuff on this album not very amusing. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. it's like, a lot of talking. Yeah, There's a lot of talking, or and reading, a lot rather. of stream of consciousness bullshit that he was clearly just coming up with. Yeah, like, this is what I fucking hate. I hate it when somebody like I wrote, actually wrote this in my notes that this guy needs to get together with Vincent Gallo and do and make a project because <laughs> he's another one of these fucking self-important weirdo asshole <laughs> fucking actors who aren't that interesting as people but they're so weird that you listen to it and go well I don't relate to this at all so this person must be some kind of a genius mm. but no this is just mm. a bunch of stream of consciousness uh, uh, and it's a lot of like reading from his own book uh, like yeah. and and yeah like the, the readings of, hey everybody I'm I'm at some fucking place on a porch and I look like a girl and, <laughs> and we're busy doing this is things. Good. Go this is good. This is good. Are yeah. we rolling? Yeah. Keep going. Keep it going, buddy. <laughs> yeah, and I don't my whole record. thing with this with this album was um I don't I don't think I could ever listen to it. Well, because I listened to this a bunch for the show, but I don't think I would ever know when this is an album that you would put on you know what i mean no, no. unless you were so baked out of your mind you're like i gotta hear that album again like, <laughs> or if you were about nine years old yeah. and you heard the song auto manipulator which is a song written i assume by an 11 year old about masturbation oh it's the worst that it song. is so fucking stupid but it sort of sounds like an old school rap song it's definitely a weird <laughs> rap like <laughs> it's it's fucking it asinine. is terrible yeah, yeah. Fuck you crispin glover he is you're a, not as fucking weird as you think I mean, he's pretty weird he's pretty weird i i watched that clip too of him on letterman oh, i love that oh and if you notice in the uh the video for clowny clown clown the quote-unquote character that he was doing with the wig and the platforms and everything ruben mm-hmm. uh shows up in the video for clowny clown clown oh, yeah. as well yeah. hmm I take it back. What a brilliant song yeah. in the album this was. Yeah. Uh, he was great in Back to the Future. Yeah, he, he's been great in, in a bunch Lots of movies. Of he's a good actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I enjoy that Letterman appearance, though. That's the yeah, yeah. Uh, which yeah, I guess he was doing a character from a movie called Ruben and Ed or Ruben yeah, and Ted yeah. or something. Yeah. Like, which I've never seen yeah. or don't care to see. Yeah, I, I do enjoy that still today because he still gets asked about that Letterman appearance. Mm-hmm. He just is still adamant that it wasn't him. <laughs> Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> what a wang! <laughs> what a weirdo. wang! <laughs> oh yeah, it, I just it, it was frustrating to have to listen through this more than once for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's and something that you could. It again. It's something. No. It is exactly what what Greg said. It's it's a bunch of people are in a room and they're all stoned. You're like, you ever heard that clowny clown song? Yeah. Check yeah. it out. That's like all that this album exists for. Yeah. Is to is is a delivery service for that song. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of bullshit. There's yeah. a video for Clowny Clown Clown too. What's that? I think there might be a video for Clowny Clown. Yeah, Clown. that's what I'm saying. The character oh, that right, he right. did on yeah. Letterman yeah. is in that, in that well, video. We should yeah. post the video. Okay, for everyone to enjoy. Yeah, yeah. and maybe yeah, he, maybe we'll post the Letterman too. Yeah, yeah. Why not? A crazy Letterman. He does, he does a funny little dance in the video. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Kicks Letterman in the face. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm strong. <laughs> I can kick. <laughs> um, okay, so because I had to go see the internship and mm. suffer through that because mm. I lost last time, I you get am to give giving us you guys an album to listen album. to. I feel so, like you're not going to be nice this time. Uh, we'll see what you guys think. Okay, this is this is one of those things where I was kind of worried that like maybe I don't know. So. The genesis of this was I uh, was visiting Peterborough, my my hometown where my parents are from and currently reside in, and my (laughs) parents don't know how to burn themselves albums. So I had received a request 
for an album to be burned for my father. Uh, I believe that there he had heard one of the songs on here on the radio and was like, oh, yeah, that. I should get that album from 1997 and listen to it. Oh, and so I burnt him this album and then had to listen to it once in a while when I would visit home and we'd be driving around. Um and and me and my brother would be in the car and my dad would put this on and 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 I was like this is really insufferable for me to listen to even even for a few minutes at a time <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> so i but but at the same time i was like maybe people like this and i'm just i don't know i had this weird worry in the back of my mind that maybe i'd be dropping an album and they'd be like no oh, that's good i don't think so though so I'm giving you an album from 1997 by a Canadian band. I believe they are from Newfoundland, and their name is Great Big C, and the album is Play. Dear God. Dude, you have no idea how much I hate Great Big C. Oh, I could not stand three songs. I could not stand one song. it's a nightmare. And I used to work in an Irish pub, and it was live music all the time, (laughs) and people would sing that fucking song every fucking night. (laughs) Oh... It's so bad. It's, it's the so, worst. It is, oh, I, and everyone was like, I love this kind of music. I know. You know what I don't No, get? you don't. No, that's what gets me so much. And I was like, well, they're Canadian. Like, I was College worried. kids that, like beer. Yeah. That's what's happening. I know. Yeah. You know, you know what I find really weird is that, you know, everybody at the time thought they loved Great Big C. And then everyone's like, oh, yeah, I guess we hate that now. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. We don't have to like that anymore. But now everyone's like, oh, my God, Mumford and Sons, the best thing. Aren't they just Great Big C? Isn't that the exact I same band? I don't think that they have have that like irish thing to them i think they're just like very vaguely american folk-esque who mumford and mumford sons? and sons i don't yeah. think that they have that kind of like like east like east coast pomp kind of like irish what like world music thing i think yeah. they just kind of have we like to use banjos and ukuleles and yeah. have beards and sit and like like old american folk music right i don't know every song i've heard I think, from them I don't know. So- sounds to me like it might as well sure. be uh, yeah great big c so this uh, is such a fucking I, i'm gonna have such a fucking long and crazy week yeah and yeah <sighs> yeah you're welcome you assholes <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, this is gonna be good for yeah. me to not have to listen to this because uh, I could not get through two songs. Touche, Dan yeah. Garman. I think yeah. this is gonna be like rival the cranberries. Uh, Truly, a filthy slut. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. let's. Right. Okay, so uh, so this week, this week so we, we are gonna roll. roll. Yeah, we're sorry, roll. I don't mean to move us along, but yeah, we should. Be at work we should soon. move along. All right, so we're gonna roll for Man of Steel. Man of Steel, clearly, obviously, this yep. big, big tentpole release is and gonna be. It's such a big release that there's literally nothing else coming out against it, except there for this three is the end. Well, this is the end. <laughs> there are three, just like tame whatever the fuck documentaries yeah. coming out, just because no one is going up against this juggernaut. Yeah, well, except for this is the end. <laughs> this is the end is coming out. That one, Which that is oh, that, good that's out, Yeah, that's a Wednesday release. Though. Oh, okay. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah right, right. you're right. Yeah, yeah. It's that, not. Yeah, still that that'll be new. But uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to go see that as well. Apparently, if I can. apparently, it's, apparently really it's quite good. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've, yeah. I've been I was worried. Like crazy yeah, things. So good and plus, from that first trailer, like the Red Band trailer, yeah, there's yeah. no way it's not going to be good. Yeah. For the scene in the trailer alone, it's worth it. It'd be nice to have finally a good comedy this year. Yeah. 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 Um. But yeah, but that movie's not good enough to be the big winner this week no. it's not superman and it's not clearly bad enough to no because it's gonna get reviews so so we got to go with something that's already out yes and i know we noticed today that uh this movie was around 40 percent on rotten mm-hmm. tomatoes 
and has been getting some pretty bad reviews. Yeah. In my opinion, just the like, just the, the whole concept of it is retarded. Yeah, and since uh, you guys got to see Ethan Hawke in Before Midnight, uh-huh. maybe you'll get to see him again this week in the pier in the Purge in the Purge in, in the Purge Midnight Two, the Purge. <laughs> yes, I like to think that this is an extension of those films. It's just mm. happened. It's between one of them. This happened. <laughs> <laughs> So Casey, I'm gonna. I, I really, I really, sincerely hope I don't have to go see this movie. But if I do, I'm gonna, fully gonna go with that in mind. All right, Casey is rolling for the purge. Casey Lyons got a three. Got a three. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's up, tension? Can you throw it around the room again? I like it when you I do am. That. All right, I have rolled a six. Oh, oh shit! Ah, oh. oh, am I going to see the purge? The purge? Purge? Dropping everything. Oh, what have you done? This is tense. Greg is rolling, and he rolled a four. Fucking sweet. I am going to see the pure. Oh, the pure. thank God. That's I'm going terrible. to see I was going to be so mad if I wasn't able to see Superman. Because <laughs> I missed fucking Iron Man 3. Still haven't seen it. I missed fucking Star Trek. Star still haven't fucking yeah. seen it. Yeah. There's no time to do this shit when you're... Oh, that's, I know. That's the thing. That's, that's the worst thing about what just happened. That basically just ensured that I'm not going to see Superman this, <laughs> this summer. I know. With all, those, with all those small movies coming out mm-hmm. and, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, Greg and I delight. are going to go see Man of Steel, yes. and we'll talk about it next week. Casey's going to talk about The Purge next week, and you will all wrap up how much you loved Great Big C mm-hmm. next mm-hmm. week. And Casey will give us a, some kind of shitty album. Yeah. I've caught us in the crossfire. Oh, my God. Delight. Yep. All right. So oh. let's get into Hero Swap. Round, are we still on round two? Three. All right. Here three. we go. <laughs> I don't know what two, round three. we're in. All right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Uh, as I suspected. Mm. Woo, let's go. Hero Swap Cage Match is our weekly segment where we pit two action characters against each other in a fight to the death. We started with 64, we will end with one. This is one of those matches. This match, this week, Mad Max Rockatansky is portrayed by Mel Gibson in the uh, Mad Max franchise going up against Ellen Ripley in the Alien franchise as portrayed by... Portrayed. As portrayed. 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 None of us That's Sigourney Weaver. Eddie Murphy's buckwheat. Portrayed by... Yeah. All right. Where's that damn dice? I have it. I feel like this is entirely relying on where we wind up here. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So sure. I'm going to try my best to kill Mad Max. I got one where, wow, where man, this is happening a lot. Uh, I was hoping for a Thunderdome. Mm-hmm. Was waiting to mm-hmm. see if there was going to be a little uh, Mad uh, Max. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know some. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we've got Nakatomi Tower. So Mad so, Max is going uh, up let's against. See. So I'll roll for Mad Max. See what he gets. Oh yeah. The highest roller is the one who is in on the floor already. Right. Yes. Yeah. So we are rolling to see who is going to already be there. Ripley gets a four. She's so four. Max is in, the in this scenario, mm-hmm. Mad Max is already on the floor? No, no in this Ellen's scenario, on the floor. Ripley's already on okay, the floor. Okay, so Ripley which, is in Nakatomi I immediately, I guess, put her in the air vents because that's something that both <laughs> aliens and... Uh, and uh, Die Hard share yeah. a great deal of. Mm-hmm. Yes. So she's going to be holding down the fort while Mad Max shows up. Yeah. yeah. He's coming the top through floor the elevator. of Nakatomi Plaza. Interesting. Um, okay. And they're just going to go at it. Uh, See, this is, this is the most neutral landscape, I think, for these guys. Because I think if we were in the sort of deserty wasteland 
you know, you got to survive on by your own skills thing the, of the the Star Trek yeah. battle planet. I definitely yeah. give that to Mad Max's advantage. Ditto for and definitely for Thunderdome, he's clearly yeah, very he knows how there. to like be left for dead and shit. And oh yeah, come, yeah, come yeah. back from that absolutely. Um, okay, so this is I, this is sort of sort of open territory for both of them. Yeah, you know, this, I almost like, want to give uh, Ripley. A little bit. Yeah, I feel a, she's a, more at home here than maybe he is. Because she, in all the films, is very, uh, very used to being in claustrophobic, confined. confined yeah, yeah. Yep. The situation. alien movies are confined, whereas the Mad Max movies are are usually uh, much more open. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So and, I feel like uh, if anyone needs background, Mad Max is a uh, former cop uh, whose family was killed in front of him. Uh, the world sort of fell apart, and he just goes on uh, surviving as a loner in the wastelands. And then, uh, yeah, Ellen Ripley is a uh, pilot in, uh, in the future. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Flying spaceships. Future pilot. And uh, killing badass aliens. Yeah. Now she doesn't have a lot of uh, combat training, but she has found a way to kill, yeah, you know, uh, it's been overblown and overexposed now, but maybe the scariest thing that's ever been in a movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. one of the one of the best fucking yeah. vicious, fast, uh, stealthy, bleeds acid. Yeah, yeah, murderous. You can't even get close to this fucking yeah. thing without no, no. Without and she, losing she does, and she just does nothing but kill them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. All right. So Ellen's on the floor. I think she's gonna. She's definitely into uh, not. She, she's not going to go for a straight up confrontation. Until no, she she's has stealth to. mode. I think. Yeah, yeah. She she's going to like, figure out what's said. happening and get out if possible. So yeah, I like her in the air ducts. Let's get yeah. her in there. And then yeah. uh, Dang uh, Max is on the floor. Okay. What's he going to do? I think. I. I mean, because what's he, he going to do? <laughs> <laughs> when I said it like that. Um, I, I like the idea that he's going to be a little bit um, confused in a way. <clears throat> Just because I think Nakatomi is such a like dense uh, environment, and he's so used to being in the expanses. I mean, not yeah. not that like he's obviously been in buildings before. Like you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. but I he feel was like, he was a you know a cop and yeah. you know before yeah. the world crumbled. Yeah, he's, right. he's gone to jobs and things. Yeah, he's, for he's sure. Been in, he's been in a Thunderdome. But it's, absolutely, and Thunderdome's yeah. like a, and Thunderdome is a part of uh, Barter Town, which is like society's coming yeah. back. Yeah, and he you know he moves through that fairly quickly, and he's got yeah. Uh, He's pretty good at getting himself in position for what he wants, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I, and, and he's great with the hand-to-hand combat. In that yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll grab your I weapon think, and cram it into your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So awesome. I just think with with, <laughs> so. with her hiding, I think he's going to be a little trepidatious upon entering and mm-hmm. kind of being like, all right, what's waiting for me? Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah, he'll be hyper aware, but I think he'll almost in he'll almost be overly cautious. Uh, where she's yeah. in stealth mode, she's right in her element. So you think I she waits to... until like he's under a duct or something and just surprise attacks or what? Hmm. I think he's gonna know she's. She, he knows she's there. Right? Yeah, I yeah. Mean, he knows he's so, there to kill somebody or be killed. Yeah, I feel like he's gonna stay out from underneath the air, the air ducts, or or anywhere that she might be able to pop out. I would be surprised just, if he finds her in one of them. Yeah, like I feel like I feel like strategically he's gonna know. He's gonna case. I, the I could see him taking know. a broom handle and going, you know, bump, yeah. bump, bump, poking the, yeah. the, you know, right. You, I could yeah. see him taking a broom handle and being like, "Be herbs. quiet up there." Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm okay. To so let's say, this let's say, uh, <laughs> let's say he this. finds her. Yeah. And in the, but I feel like in the instant that he finds her and she knows that he's found her, she's gonna. 
like there's going to be a clash right then. You know what I mean? I, th- yeah. I don't think he's going to find her. As and then, soon like, as they meet, yeah, yeah, it's going to get violent. Like, like yeah. she's waiting for the broom and and try not to 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 move or whatever. But as soon as the broom hits the thing and he can tell there's a body there, she's like breaking she down and jumping through. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah, I like that. She kind of she smashes. Yeah, uh, she stomps her way through the uh, the ceiling mm-hmm. uh, tiles and straight into a, a fisticuffs into match a, into fisty fights. Yeah, into fisty fights. I think he and takes some swings with the fights. with the broom handle. You know, yeah. maybe yeah, she yeah. takes some hits. You know, in that sort of yeah. way that she does. But I think maybe she. I think the broom it, breaks. Like, I think she gets it away from him or breaks it off. Yeah. Uh, but I think it, she gets it at least out of his hands. I think if she I takes it and then breaks it on her knee, and now she has two. Ninja Turtle Sticky Wicks. <laughs> um, uh, I'd like to draw a parallel. This is no longer a fisty fight. <laughs> yeah, he's a Sticky Wick. This is big. Sticky Wick. Uh, I think that uh, uh, in in deference to the, the end of um, Aliens, I don't know, there is a whole area of power tools, right? Yep. Sort of power tools is how she uh, she kills the big ass mother alien in, at the end of Aliens. When she gets into the, uh, the she gets into the, the human robot suit. Yep. So do you think she finds like a forklift? Like what? <laughs> I <think> she, <laughs> no, I just I I, I just I want it. I know. think she's gonna arm herself. Yeah, like, so that's yeah, what she like, does. When she sees the position she's in with the queen alien, yeah. she's like, I need. I'm going to fight, but I need weaponry. Yeah, yeah. So she's, she's aware that she's gonna need. To arm herself against a larger, more physical adversary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think she. You know, there's a little bit of slamming around. The the broom handle gets you know is out of the picture now. It's taken from him, and yeah. just, like, we're not going to stick with yeah. the broom handle in this fight. And I think she, uh, you know, hot foots it to that area where there is the, Find something. the power tools, and I think she gets something in her hand. I think she's going to go for the power saw, the handheld one. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So she, yeah, and I think she's just going to go. You know, she she's very much in survival mode, as everybody else is up there. I get yeah. that, but uh, I feel like she's just going to go right for the throat. Yeah, that, no, I off. this is uh, okay. So uh, I think so. I think she's yeah, she's not going to wait around for him to go at her. But, but I feel like Max he's, is he's going to deflect that. I yeah, I think like. he is. Like when you think about how good he is with hand to hand combat, but also the the quickness and the, the deceptiveness, well, like the hidden knives. Uh, always, being faster than the snake, the rattlesnake that he snatches. He always you know, seems like, to know what the next move of his opponent is going to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. Because he's like, he, although he's of that thing of being, you know, like, he doesn't care because everything that he loved is gone. Right. He is a, a, a pure survivor, mm-hmm. just like she is. Uh, well, that's he, his thing he's now. That's so, what he's but because his emotions are so f- gone, right? Uh, he's almost robotic in his ability to see what's coming because he doesn't care one way or another it's just like he'll find his way through it kind of thing you know what right I mean? right uh panic and fear or anger don't even really play into it for him i find right but at the same time with ellen ripley she she does have panic and fear Absolutely. that registers but they work for her but those exactly th- those are the things that keep newt safe and mm-hmm. and, and, and like she she becomes uh, almost sort of maternal and uh, oh, very much so uh, uh, um and protective in that respect she doesn't have anything up on uh, on the floor there to protect like that except for herself, but I think she's going to do it. Mm. Yeah. I, I want. Uh, I got to give it to her, and I don't know if that's just my hatred of Mel Gibson being a <laughs> dickhole, because that's mm. that's definitely a possibility, but yeah. I don't know. I just figure Ripley wants it more. I think uh, I, I'm not going to disagree with you. I feel like we can dance around it. You know, I feel like they both are really matched up and in a way that I think this is going to last a while. But yeah. I, mm-hmm. I can't see 
anyone but Ripley eventually getting the upper hand, especially if she grabs like a tool or you know, like yeah. I just feel like it's gonna go down for Mel. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, that's two votes, so R- Ripley will go through. I will cast mine for Mad Max for argument's sake. Okay. Because uh, it could go either way. It definitely it really fucking could. devil's advocate. And Mad Max is not <laughs> Mel Gibson. I get that. No, no. Yeah, it's Max it was, Rakitansky. He's yeah. a tragic anti-hero. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And goddamn, I love those first two movies. Oh, so yeah, for much. sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I can. Uh, I can be. I could fight for Mad Max, but I could also agree with uh, what you guys are saying. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. So with two tough. votes, two votes, Ripley will go through. All right, two two matches left in round three, um, and maybe the best for last of round three. That yeah, the best match of round three will be the last oh, one. However, shit. the second last one is quite good too. Um, a couple modern or more modern uh, characters going up against each other. Uh, we've got the transporter himself, Frank oh. Martin, uh, going up against Ethan Hunt. Yeah, of the Mission Impossible series. Um, that's a that that's this is a very good matchup, I think, as far as uh, skill sets and uh, I don't know body type, size, everything like that. This is yeah. quickness and agility, totally yeah. ingenuity, mm-hmm. you know, total ridiculousness. It's all there. Uh, yeah. So Ethan Hunt, Frank Martin, next week. Sweet, it's gonna be good. All right. Uh, all right. Well, I gotta get the fuck to work. All yeah. right. Well, you can find us online at facebook.com slash synwpc, or mm. you can find us on facebook.com slash. I just said that, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> you can see us on Facebook. If you don't have Facebook, why not check us out on Facebook? <laughs> and you know what? There's a third option Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> it's a book of faces. Which we're not on. Uh, <laughs> also on Twitter at synwpc. And please go to Modern Superior and listen to all of our shows. The Faculty of Horror just put out a new episode, Check and it uh, it's, it's about Ring and and the remake, The right. Ring. A little compare and, and contrast action. Yeah. I don't know if uh, our listeners got a chance to check out the Buffy episode that just passed. Whether yeah. you're a fan or not, you should check it out because yep. mm-hmm. it'll give you a bunch of reasons to want to go and watch, watch Buffy. Buffy. Yeah, and uh, my favorite part... Although it does present a lot of uh, uh, reasons why not to watch <laughs> I will say that, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, it's I, a hell of an episode, though. Check it out. Yeah, for sure. And the new and the new episode about Ring and the Ring is really good. We had both of them on Time Bandits. I think my favorite part about the new episode is they figured out that microphones have to be on for you to hear them. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Go listen to them. Lonely Nights with Bruce Douglas is also up there. We got written content. Lots of stuff on modernsuperior.com. Check it out. All coming soon on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) The only place you need to be. (laughs) Yeah. Why not check out Facebook, which is something that Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson now know about. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Because of their interns. Yeah, sweet. Mm. So thanks for listening and tune in next week. Goodbye, Internet. Goodbye, Internet. See you next Wednesday. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.